had like a stream like this before. So I get I think we're just into it. Builder, absolutely. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And this is a special podcast that you're going to want to share automatically because if you've ever been in business or life at all, you live or breathe, you've dealt with challenges. So today we're going to discuss what to do in the face of impossibility and how to have unstoppable faith in your life and business with the one and only Jesse Lee Ward. Jesse Lee, how are you doing, sister? Hey, I'm doing awesome, James. Like, I feel so good. So uh, it's great to see you again. It's great to have a conversation with you. And you've been so consistent um, over the, I would say, the last probably 18 months or so. I've seen you be just so, so consistent. So I want to make sure you know I do see you. And I've seen your platform going and your, um, I guess, your unstoppable consistency would be a great <laughs> way to describe it. So I want to make sure you know that I, I see you growing and building. And uh, it's it's really it's been awesome to watch. Thank you. It's an absolute honor. And I want to start with an honor to you, actually. And if you guys haven't followed Jesse Lee yet, you got to follow on all platforms. I see Dyla here. I see Josette. What's going on, everyone? But Jesse Lee, it's because of you and all of your training, which is what got me out of my shell. I started going live everywhere. I started just doing everything consistent, just everything. So I just wanted to honor you for that. Thank you for Thanks. getting me out of my shell. Wow. <laughs> Well, I hope it is paying off. It looks good. So uh, I hope the success is paying off also, not just in your reach, because you've been uh, you've, you've certainly been putting in the work. Thank so you. Proud of you. Yeah. It absolutely has. Well, guys, um, we're going to get right into everything here, because when it comes to overcoming challenges, put a one in the comments if you've experienced any challenge even this day. Right. So we diff we have different levels of challenges. And Jesse Lee, you've been through for those that don't know your background. You started getting into business and network marketing, wanted to make $300 a month. Then you rose through all the different levels of ranks that you could imagine. And now you're the top network marketer in the world and so many other businesses too. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of challenges in that sense already. But even for someone like you, where it looks like you're so unstoppable, this last year has been crazy. And you got diagnosed with the craziest thing that anyone could get diagnosed. But can you tell us what happened. I'm not going to give it all away, by the way. Watch Jesse Lee's YouTube channel. She has an amazing document on that, but just to walk us through and catch us up there. Yeah. So, in, uh, in, well, really, I wanted to dedicate my life to health a little bit more starting last year in May. And so I went on this, you know, fitness journey and I was intentionally losing weight and never thought anything about it. So lost about 25 pounds um, from May last year until January this year. And that's not crazy, rapid, accelerated fat loss of any kind. That's like pretty steady, yeah. uh, pretty, pretty steady fat loss. And, and I was like easing. And I think that's one of the, and some of that sure is mindset, but I really felt good. And so January came and I said, I've been doing this for six, seven months. I've been spending, you know, time, effort, energy into getting my health right. And uh, I'm going to do a MRI and I'm going to do this guest, which um, both are voluntary, you know, meaning I couldn't get an MRI. We kept calling around. They kept saying, no, like you're perfectly healthy. There's no signs of anything. Like, why do you want an MRI? I'm like, oh, uh, and my results came back about a month later and it said uh, two hot spots popped up in my stomach and in my lower abdomen and the um, cecum area where your small and large intestine meets. And then the gallery test came back and it said, um, positive results for colon rect rectum cancer. Wow. And I was like, what? Uh, and a colonoscopy 
um, confirmed that, I think on the 17th, 16th, 17th of February this year, went in for surgery. And when pathology came back, I was staged as stage four cancer, uh, colon cancer. And so it was the most shocking, uh, humbling, debilitating, and just, yeah, just it, it stuns you right between the eyes moment of my life because I was going in the right, right, right direction. And it's yeah. interesting because I, I've always been somebody of faith anyway, which I guess you already know that, but it's like your ability to learn to trust and to actually have faith. I've always coached this and you've probably mm. heard me say this before, but faith only really matters when you're in business because everybody can get to the other side of it and say, Oh, 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 I had, I had all the faith in the world that God was going to protect me and, and I was going to be fine. It's like, this whole thing has been ups and downs an emotional roller coaster, but I've certainly never given up faith. And um, I really think in a kind of weird way, like God was probably whispering to me a lot, like slow down, like, what are you doing? Slow down, slow down. And I was probably just really not listening. <laughs> so then you just get hit with like, you know, one of these right over the head and uh, oh, I slowed down. So <laughs> uh, message received. <laughs> just really reevaluate really my whole life, everything I'm doing, uh, my levels of gratitude around things, the people I want in my life, the things that are important, what actually matters, all the hocus pocus stuff everyone says, my goodness, it's true. Uh, it <laughs> you just, just flips your whole life uh, 180. And so that's, uh, that's where I've been. Oh my gosh. And I want to go to the point of when you hit that, when you get that diagnosis, I love what you say. You didn't accept the prognosis, but you got the diagnosis. Um, whether it's that or any type of entrepreneurship, there's always going to be that moment of, oh, man, this seems impossible. You talk about not losing faith. Like, walk us through the mindset of Jesse Lee when these crazy things happen. How do you not lose faith? <laughs> yeah, I can tie the whole crazy thing about this, James, is that I can tie every moment of this cancer journey as a direct parallel into business. And so I don't think anyone is shocked that I, the way that I'm handling it. I don't think anybody is like, oh, in awe that uh, Jessie Lee is, you know, taking us on the journey and she's showing us what can be done and she's not using excuses and, and, and. Um, just because that's been my approach to life my whole life. I didn't grow up with a silver spoon. I didn't, I wasn't handed anything. You know, nobody gave me a loan to start my first business. I did the old scrap, scrappiness and then uh, credit card thing like so many of us do. And the ups and the downs of business are, like I said, a direct parallel to this. It's just this one's a little more threatening, so to speak, right? Um, so, you know, of course, when it's like, I've said this so many times, my first probably four years of entrepreneurship, I wanted to quit more than I wanted to stay. Uh -huh. And I think too many of us, yourself included, you have success and people look at you and they put you on this pedestal of like, oh, it's always been easier for her. It's always been easy for him. Oh, everything came so easily. But I have all these memories of, and I'm like, I should quit and get a job. Mm -hmm. Or when I'm sitting there refreshing Facebook Messenger over and over again, like if I refresh it one more time, maybe somebody's gonna, maybe somebody's gonna show up, Lord. Um, I've been there, you know? And I just kept reminding myself, well, if I'm, if I say I'm someone who lives way out in the, what are the, I just, talk, I just talked about this on silver. It's so funny. You asked me this. Um, it's like, what are the long-term implications of the decisions I make today? Uh. And I think about that all the time. 
So it's no different in business than it is for this. It's like the compound effect of business. Well, I started just like everybody else. I was broke. I needed to pay rent. Like you already told everybody listening. So I wasn't here thinking that, oh, I would become number one in the world or, oh, I would accrue great wealth or none of this stuff. No, no, no. It was the compound effect of showing up on those days when I didn't want to, certainly going to events that I didn't want to go to because I had a full-time job. So leaving for events in the week, you would give up my weekends. So uh-huh. I've, had this, I've had moments of delusion in my business where it would just be easier to quit. And I just kept thinking, okay, but what about five years from now? What about five mm-hmm. years from now? What about five years from now? And I do the same thing with the cancer thing. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, no, I don't want to drink all this carrot juice because after a while, it gets to take very long for it to get, to no- get annoying. Celery <laughs> juice every morning is annoying every morning. I, I, there's not yet been a morning that I wake up and I go, oh, it's celery time. I can't wait. Like it doesn't exist. Okay. Uh, it's, I don't feel like going to all the treatments. A lot of mm-hmm. them don't feel good. You know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like a lot of this stuff. But what are the compound effects of me showing up? Well, you know, seven and a half, eight months later, I'm already seeing crazy results, right? So, I mean, not crazy. Crazy is not the right word. It's like all planned the way it's supposed to be. But my discipline through something that so many people, and I and I commend these people, by the way, because I saw my TikTok and stuff where I update people on the mm-hmm. journey. And they'll say, I'm not as strong as you. Like, I, I wouldn't have had the discipline to do I had to do it. I've been doing it um, the traditional way, which there's nothing wrong with the traditional mm-hmm. way, by the way. I'm not throwing any shade on anybody deciding to do chemotherapy or radiation or anything. Um, I wish I had I wish I wish had the courage to do what you've done. I wish I had the discipline to behave the way you do. I wish I had the mindset strong enough to, to not eat all the stuff that I want to eat when I'm in the middle of this journey. But I leave here and I go get Starbucks or whatever. <laughs> um, and it just reminds me so much that God, like, thank God for entrepreneurship because mm-hmm. I've learned so much about mindset and hardships and the struggle and the discipline and the pursuit of of that that okay now it's just another mountain i gotta climb so let's get climbing (laughs) just like that kingdom builder just think about the mindset that jesse lee just shared right there is that things are going to always happen in our lives right uh ed my light and everyone says that things happen for us not to us but it's how we choose to respond to it so I just see that it's like downloaded into your your DNA now. It's like, all right, another challenge. This is just the the, the standard operating pro- pro- protocol that we're going on. And now you see what's going on there. So I love that you share that. And by the way, nothing we say today is meant to have any medical claims or disclaimers or things like that as well too. Everyone's on their own journey. Yep. And um, But I appreciate, Jesse, that you're so open with your entire situation that's happening. Well, well. it's kind of like entrepreneurship though. Also, here we go. Here come the parallels. Oh yeah. People say this to me all the time about business. Thank Mm. you for sharing. Thank you for going live so much. Thank you for training for free as much as you did. I trained for free for 12 years, never charged Mm. a dollar for it. Right. Mm. They say, thank you for um, showing behind the scenes on your Instagram stories. Thank you for showing this on TikTok. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for streaming. Thank you. Like they tell me all this stuff all the time. Well, I just applied it to the cancer journey. Mm. Honestly. So here we are. Uh, what, do, what do you need to see? What do you need to know? And the thing is, I knew I wanted to share a lot about it because mm-hmm. same reason I wanted to share as much as I did with the um, with the business stuff, because I was having a hard time finding the answers. Mm-hmm. So if I was having a hard time Googling or 
or searching or how many books do I have to read to find out how to run this freaking business? Okay. Um, well then other people felt the same way. Well, then I realized it's the exact same with cancer. Like mm. nobody, like go try to find out what cancer feels like. Anybody go Google it. Good mm. luck. No one mm. talks about the pains you might feel somewhere. Nobody talks about, uh, nobody talks about what it feels like. Nobody talks about what might happen. Oh, so people go, oh, is it, is it good if your lymph nodes are swollen? Is it bad if your lymph nodes are swollen? Like all this stuff that nobody talks about. And so I was like, you know what? If I very transparently take people through this journey, people will, this will save people's lives. Oh, yeah. And it's the same thing that I look at when I look over here with business. Well, how have I helped so many people build so many businesses around mm. the world for the last 12 years? Well, mm. It's not rocket science. It's I've shown people the blueprint for so long and there's been so many results mm. that like the, like, I love this cause it's a legacy play. It's like, how many people have I actually impacted by just showing up and showing people how it's actually done instead of saying, well, go, like, go read that book, go check out this blog, go listen to these 19 podcasts that. Well, I'll be the testimonial to say I have for <laughs> So yes. Thanks James. Absolutely. Yeah, no, but that's such an important point, Jesse Lee, because any, you know, how do you achieve success? How do you achieve greatness in life? It's usually hidden behind some type of challenge. Mm -hmm. And are you willing to go through that and to search for those solutions? That's how I started this podcast, actually. I'm like, as someone of faith in business, what are the answers to faith-based business? And I'm like, I couldn't find it, just like how you couldn't find cancer and stuff like that. So I'd love to ask you this question regarding faith. Because I'm sure when you get a cancer diagnosis, all different types of thoughts and emotions run through your mind. And one of them might be, and we've all had this situation in life. Why, God, why? This is not fair. Like, like, did you have any of those moments of even doubt in God? And how did, how did you overcome that? Wow, James, let's just throw me on the stake right away. Okay, fine. <laughs> For sure. Like anybody who says no to that is just lying. Um, and it's not to say that I said, oh, I don't believe in you. I'm not being protected. It's more like, why is this my plan? Why me? Like, why? What did I do? Like, are you kidding me? Um, and a lot of this isn't fair. Or I want it taken away or, you know, but of course I'm, I say like the pain's the worst, but I don't want to give it to anybody. You know, it's like, I say all these things and then I just remind myself like things sometimes funny, maybe isn't the right word, but it's stuff like, of like, I went into surgery hmm. and I left, I've left the post up everywhere, of course, because I'm super transparent, but, and I said, like, I've trusted that the doctors have removed all this from my body. Hmm. Right. And a lot of it, of course, is, is the faith is the, I'm protected, I'm guided, etc. Okay. So I write this post. I'm like, Oh, like cancer should have picked a weaker vessel. Let's go, which is <laughs> still my mindset. But I really also went to that surgery thinking, just take it all out. Like when it's done, is done. And then when I got stage, stage four, which there is no stage five for anyone cancer, you know, jumbo, mumbo, mumbo, jumbo, whatever. Um, I like, I, of course I sobbed. And then I thought to myself, Jesse Lee, of course, of course you would be stage, stage four. Of course it wouldn't be take a pill and it's gone. Of course it wouldn't be have a surgery. It's going to be just like everything else in your life. It's going to be the grind, the super disciplined. This is how you survive grind. And you're going to take people on this flipping journey and you're going to be open. Cause I mean, honestly speaking, I could have told nobody. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. still, I mean, nobody think about it. 
I could have fake. I could. I could have just kept doing everything I was doing. Yeah. Because I don't. I don't, I'm not doing chemotherapy, so I don't look gaunt or anything like that. I could have kept going and been like my big little, my little big secret or something. Yeah. And then I realized that no, no, no. As crazy as it might sound to some people, especially non-believers, this is definitely supposed to be my path. Mm-hmm. Supposed to motivate, encourage, inspire people. Uh, whether that's to do things a different way or whether that's just to have the mindset and perseverance to live and push through difficult times, whether it's life is happening for you, not to you, like you referenced, whatever it is. Um, have I had moments of what the hell? Yeah. But I also never was like, and I think people, you know, they get a diagnosis, they accept the prognosis, and then it really becomes the end. And for me, it was just, okay, this is not a part of the journey I expected, but Mm. let's go so well said and kingdom as you're listening to this i want you to meditate on that phrase that just lisa which is you you can have the diagnosis but don't accept the prognosis and whether that's in a stage four cancer diagnosis or there's things that we say against our lives and our businesses all the time aren't there right uh, i came from this type of family i can't do this because of whatever this seems impossible I'm thinking to myself, what are the things that I'm leading into as a prognosis that is like a curse over my life that I just need to break through right now? But we have I mean, to make that step. I love it because uh, you could do it with network marketing in general. Mm. So when I look back almost 13 years ago, which is crazy, my goodness, where does time go? But 13 years ago in January, first starter pack, and I said, all right, let's mm-hmm. do this thing. Let's make $300. Mm. I looked at all the same stuff you guys do. By you guys, I'm referring to the overall everyone listening to this. I Googled as well, okay? I saw the same websites that said, scam alert, scam alert, scam alert, heroin scheme, heroin scheme, 1% make money, everyone else. I saw the same stuff. Oh, income disclosures. I looked at all of it. But it's almost like my perspective over negativity or what you can and cannot control must be very different than most people's. Mm. Because when I saw that, and I did, I remember thinking to myself, Mm. so you're telling me there's a chance. You're telling me that people Mm. make a million dollars doing this is what you're telling me. But most people will look at stuff like that and they'll say things like, oh, see, no, massive scam won't work. Nobody makes money. Nobody's successful. That's the same thing as getting a diagnosis and accepting a prognosis. Mm. Diagnosis, okay, I've decided I'm going to become a network marketer. Amazing. Prognosis, eh, not that good. Mm. Okay, but like, are we going to win? Are we going to lose? Because for me, it was never, oh, I'm going to be the night, whatever people say, the 99%, like whatever, Um, which is so fake anyhow, which is not the point of this conversation. (laughs) But like, I just decided to be the 1%. So what if more people that were listening to this just decided, okay, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to live my best life. I'm going to be the person who who decides my fate, not a, not a Google article or not whatever. Um, and I do that with everything, any statistic about anything. Oh, one in four people, this one in six people, that blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and who you give everybody, you give, what are you, who are you giving control to over your life? I'm not giving anybody control over my life. The control of my life is, is mine and God's end of discussion. Move along. Next question, please. Like, you know, like that's just kind of how I've, 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 I've always operated from that. Mic drop. Hey, guys, if you accept the challenge of being in the top 1%, put a one in the comments below. It's a decision. And that framework really matters in everything you do, whether it's in your health or in your business and everything. So I want to touch on a topic that you mentioned, talk about hate articles and stuff like that. Because in the challenges, it's been really, really painful for me to see. 
that as you're being vulnerable, and this is what everyone should expect when you are vocal and you're transparent, there's going to be both sides of the coin. And it's so sad. And that's one big reason why I want to do this podcast with you as well, too, because Jesse Lee's an amazing human being. We're all faulty, right? We're all got fault and stuff, but Jesse Lee's awesome. But there's so much hate that's out there as well, too, in some specific places. I want to ask, how do you manage with that? How do you grapple with that when you're going through your life? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. So I got a call from Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Ed Milet, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we're really good friends. He's also my business coach. He calls me. He's like, this is crazy. Like the amount of messages we've gotten and whatever. And I said, I could have warned you, you know? And he's like, what? I said, I am the most loved person in network marketing and I am the most hated. So when you have great success in something, it's just expected. It's like, and this is not a question. Half the country hates Donald Trump, is so excited he's in jail or arrested or whatever the heck is going on, okay? They're like, I knew it, criminal, 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 as if they like live all day long with Donald Trump. The other half is like, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, terrible president, dementia, blah, 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 like literally down the middle. Realize that no matter who you are when you're doing something great in life, no matter what that is, that could be anything. That is not a business thing. That is not whatever. That is just a statement. If you're passionate about something and you are going after something that's important to you in life, you are going to have people who hate what you're doing and you're going to have people who love what you, you're doing. And that's just the way it's going. Um, and so it was really hard. I'd say about, like, I guess it's a little over two years ago now, two, two and a half years ago is when it got really loud for the first time. And I, I kind of laughed at first. I would actually do little clapback videos about them. Cause I'm like, what? Just cause their statistics made no sense. They're they're just vitriol all over the internet just made no sense. I was just, what is going on? Like, and a lot of, and all of them, except for one person, I've never even met. Wow. And the one person I haven't seen in four years now, like, I don't know you if I haven't seen you in four years, because my growth as a human being is just, it's, I'm just not the same person. Yeah. And so, and I either, but uh, they seem mm-hmm. to be worse than they ever were, but I guess that's mm-hmm. not the point of the conversation. I just kept thinking to myself, these people don't even know me. They're so yeah. fast to type behind their keyboards and just say horrible things about me. Half mm-hmm. these people think I'm faking the cancer stuff, which is like, what? They're like, oh, I saw the way that the her uh, her hospital gown had like iron marks on it. Fake. The pick lines wow. fake. I'm like the pick the scars fake. Like, wait, what are we? T- wow. You know, it's like, and then I just realized, what are you guys? What are we doing? What are we doing here? Like, you you cannot convince somebody who is so stuck in their own ways about anything to completely change. So I just said, I'm just going to continue living the way that I am. I'm going to continue to become a better version of me. I'm going to continue to show up and inspire people, educate people. And I've had to train and talk to people that I love because people come to me like, they're making videos about me now, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they don't want to stop you because they know they can't. Mm. Every single one of those people who think Jesse Lee's going to quit you know, business. She's going to fall off the radar. They know that. They want to distract me. And so if you're going through it right now, guys, just set boundaries. I had to ask myself at one point, I'm like, okay, the best version of Jessie Lee or the next version of Jessie Lee, what does she do? Mm. Right? Like, how does she, does she go read comments about that are, that are said about her? Cause I've never watched a video ever Mm. in the whole thing. I've never seen one of these videos on me. Cause I I just knew that was going to send me down. (laughs) I was like, oh no, no, no. 
but I've read comment sections. Mm. Like, does the best version of Jesse Lee read comment sections about her? Mm. No. Okay. Does the best even pay attention to the five people that can't stand me? And then like, you know, mm. the five people who will make videos and the rest who will make crazy comments. Yeah. No. Would and then next, would I actually would I be friends with these people in real life? Like, do we mm. have anything in common? Would they be people that I want to spend time with? That I feel like I could build a life with? That I want to be friends with? That I would want I have? I would want to do any kind of interaction with? No. Mm. Why am I worried about those people when there's there's and I'm talking hundreds of thousands of people with their hand raised like Jesse Lee? Hello, I'm right here. So it's like if we play down in the mud with people, this isn't right. anything, by the way. Anyone going through anything? If you play down in the mud, you all this great stuff. Mm. You miss all this beautiful stuff. And my goal is has never been to be liked by everybody. Mm. Okay. And so if we start to live a little bit more like. Don't worry so much. This is not your playground. I made a joke the other day on the internet. I'm like, I figured it out. I figured it out. I found out why <laughs> there's so much hate on the internet. Because you know when you're in grade school mm. and it's like, here's the directed kids, which I was in directed math, so that's no hate on them, okay? Here's the directed kids. Here's your merit kids, which is like your average kids, right? And here's your uh, here's here's your what honor students. Mm. Mm. Like, I was honors everything. And then directed math. It was just senior year. I was like, because they've had me in honors math for like algebra three or something. I was like, I'm yeah. definitely gonna fail that. I need to be in directed math. So they just in directed math, okay? Which they yeah. learned about compound interest. So really, you know, what can I say? Well, you know, they're teaching the directed kids how to build wealth, and everybody else in the honors class is just gonna be broken in a, you know, a, a, a corporate ladder. Okay, not the point of the conversation. Mm -hmm. I mean, joke, and I'm like, I figured it out. They took all the kids, the AP kids, the honors kids, the merit kids, and the directed kids, and they said, here's the internet. Mm you know and so and we do not belong in the same class you know like we, we just, sometimes it's good to have a little bit of separation i'm kidding but i was like i think i figured it out i think that's what the problem <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though right if we play to people's approval i'm a natural people pleaser self-professed um but even you look at jesus i mean jesus got crucified for speaking truth right so for any one of us here that really want to make a ma major impact in the world major in impact for the kingdom it isn't that if you will have trials it's when you have trials mm -hmm. but it's what you're going through and what you're that's why if you're not following jesse lee follow her because you're going to learn this real time you're going to see exactly how this all works and everything so just lee i know we don't have too much time but um i do want to end on some positive notes here because after you've gone through this whole last gosh nine months or however mm -hmm. long it's been um and you've been battling cancer and once again, if you're not following Jesse Lee's story, watch her YouTube video. You're going to see all these details. But uh, how perfect of timing. Yesterday, I know you got a phone call and uh, from your oncologist. Could you tell us about this? What happened? Yeah, I'll talk about it all day. Uh, so it's interesting because the cancer journey is um, full of just surprises. Mm. Like I mentioned before, no one really talks about certain parts of it. So you don't really know what to expect. Well, this is a perfect example. I've had like gastritis or diverticulitis or just expanded abdomen, bloating, kidney pain. I had kidney stones like a month ago. I, I'm, I'm like, my body's falling apart, man. Had this ovarian cyst. Like I really was just, I didn't even want to do the scan if we're being super honest. I said, I mean, this is just, but I'm having information is power. And if something really bad is going on, which I had really, I had built it up in my mind like this is very bad. Mm -hmm. 
which I guess goes back to mindset. But anyhow, <laughs> I'm like, I just think I need some knowledge around this because yeah. I had a really positive CT scan two months ago and then uh, had gotten news a week after that, that I have this mass on my ovaries, which is cancerous and blah, 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 which is like, come on, man, it's vascular and it's whatever. And I, and I really felt the thing explode while I was doing ozone, which was super painful, but I'm like, okay, I think it's gone. So I'm like, all right, let me do this PET scan. Mm. And and good feeling about it because I did the PET scan on Monday last Mm. week Mm. and I got the printout Tuesday which means the doctor had it on Tuesday last week. This is now eight days ago. Mm. I didn't get a phone call. And so I kept thinking, so then I plug it all into ChatGPT, which I do recommend, but I lowered my anxiety a lot. Anytime you have medical stuff, I really recommend this. Um, Take copy and paste, whatever it is from your... from your doctor and all their crazy jargon and just throw it into chat GPT. Wow. And chat GPT basically was like, this is, you know, whatever, this is, you know, whatever. And so I was not, and I said, please say this to me like I'm a five-year-old. So it's like mm-hmm. your little soldiers are working in your, in your lymph node and it's protecting you. And if anything is serious, don't worry, the doctor will call mom and dad. <laughs> I'm like, uh, but anyway, so I had a little bit less, you know, he hadn't called yet, it had been a week and he calls yesterday and I actually looked at my phone and I kind of went, should I just let it go to voicemail? Mm. pick it up because whatever and he just said no like this is a stable he said stable disease again he just said um you know your cancer has the cancer in you i don't know how he described it i don't call it Mm. my cancer so the Mm. cancer that's currently inhabiting your body i'll say it like that Mm. uh is decreasing uh everywhere the lymph nodes have gone back completely no spread anywhere liver's clear gallbladder's clear kidneys are clear everything's clear um, and he just said, I'll see you in six months for a scan. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what are we doing? Oh my God. Um, and it's weird. Cause like, I feel like, you know, I cried a little, obviously, you know, about five times, but I had an emotional release from it yet. And mm. I know, I think it's because my, my brain still feels mm. shocked by it. Mm. Like, even though I've put in all this work and I've had the faith and I've kept the mindset, I've done all this stuff. I'm still like I'm rattled by the whole thing still. So it's really good news. I'm really happy. And now we're just trying to get uh, the the pain under control a little bit. So, but really, really good news. And that just goes back to people don't talk about cancer die off or what any of this feels like. And it it, it does cancer doesn't want to die. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. want to leave the body. And so uh, you know, experiencing some some and then, and then when I talk to cancer other thriving through cancer, I'm like, do you have pain? They're like, oh yeah, all the time. I'm like. Can we start talking about that? Like, yeah. otherwise, I feel like I find a bruise on the back of my leg, and I'm convinced that's like mm. the next stage. Mm. You know? <laughs> but uh, so that's another reason I just like to share with everybody. But no, very good news. And so I, I keep saying this, but thank you so much for everybody for all the prayers. I, you know, um, when three gather, right? When three mm-hmm. gather. But it's I've been prayed over by so many amazing people, and so I see the prayers and the comments constantly on my social media. I feel like there's not a minute in the day that goes by that there's not somebody praying for me. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm, I'm, and there's people praying for me that I don't even know. I'm on prayer lists all across the country that I know um, some of these yes. massive mega churches. And it's just, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's special. And mm-hmm. I really am just, I'm so grateful for, I'm grateful for all of it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Grateful for all of it. So, yeah. So, so. Well, Jessalee, um, any last message? For the kingdom builder here someone that's going through challenges perhaps someone that wants to make a big impact in the world really really praise god through what they're doing anything for them 
Yeah, I would just try to remind everybody, you know what, um, the trials and the tribulations, they truly make you who you're supposed to be and get yourself around, you know, even and I would actually, I want to say, because maybe not everybody is, you know, religious yet. Maybe they haven't found Jesus mm -hmm. yet. Whatever the situation is, there's different religions, mm -hmm. no places where the energy feels right. Mm. Okay. So for me, that is church. Okay. Um, for me, that is screaming worship music all the time, like a crazy person. For me, that is, you know, reading my Bible. For me, that is a lot of this stuff that I think a lot of people listening to have. But for people who are just kind of struggling with that and they're, they're like, oh, just like, I'm lost. I don't know. I don't like the idea of religion or any of this. Cool. Like I've been there a million times, done that a million times. Just go where you feel peace. Mm. You know, go where you feel called and you feel like the energy is right here. I feel like I'm guided to be here. I feel like I belong here, whatever that is you might just find you might find god right so um and that just goes back to me truly believing that this is not in my control this is in his control and i wish more people really understood that because there's a lot of people that go through so much stuff and it, they're constantly like pointing fingers and blaming and blaming and blaming uh and instead of that i think it's a great look inward and then heal all of this and find peace everywhere and then you might be shocked at the the miracles that will just come into your life because uh I, I, you know, it's the same God we've always served, right? Same mm -hmm. God from thousands of years ago. So um, why wouldn't miracles happen to you? And I think more people need to have that positive mindset of like, why not me? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't miracles. And I have the business, of my dreams, the life of my dreams, the relationships of my dreams, the, the health of my dreams, you know, the bank account of my dreams, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like, why wouldn't it be you? Why wouldn't you be um, blessed by miracles? So uh, that's, I guess that's what I would say to anybody. Amen to that, sister. Well, Jesse Lee, thank you for your contribution. Thank you for your transparency. Thank you for just who you are, what you do day in and day out. It is well received everywhere. And um, guys, if you're not following Jessely yet, all the links are below. You can find her easily everywhere. Um, but also I'm super excited because Jessely, through this, uh, I know your coaching has been elevated to another level. Yeah. And if you guys like this, Jesse Lee is the best coach in the world. Thank so you. if you're looking for that, check it out. Links are in the bio as well too. But thank you so much, sister. Share this, subscribe to this if you're not yet already. And with that kingdom builder, continue to go out there and build your kingdom so that you can elevate God's kingdom. With that, yeah. God.